Hello, and thank you for joining us once again as we continue our study about the church in the Bible. Now, we realize and recognize that the Bible uses many figures of speech to talk about the church. We notice in Ephesians chapter 1 where the church is likened to a human body. We're told there that Christ is the head of the body and that the body is the church. We notice in Matthew chapter 16 and verse 16 where Jesus said, I will build my church, that Jesus is the builder of the church. Jesus is the owner of the church and he only told us he would build one church. This is something we read throughout the Bible. And we notice now as we study in Ephesians chapter 4 that there is only one body. Notice Ephesians 4 starting in verse 3. Being diligent to preserve the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit just as you are also called in one hope of your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. You know, the striking thing about this passage is it, the oneness of it all. There are actually seven ones that are listed here. And before that, it talks about the unity of the bond of the Spirit. That's the lesson, unity. And we notice that not only is one body, but there's one spirit, one hope, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, and one God and Father. We recognize these things. We know there is only one God and Father. There is only one Holy Spirit. There is only one Lord, Jesus Christ. There is only one hope of our calling. There is only one faith, and that's found in the Bible. And so too, there is only one body. Now we recognize and we remember that the body is the church. Therefore, we recognize that the Bible teaches us that there is only one church. Now we notice that that is not the case today. There are many different churches started by different men, started in different places that teach different things. But this is not what the Bible calls for. In Ephesians, in 1 Corinthians rather, chapter 1, we see the start of this division and they're condemned for it. Notice what we read in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, starting uh, in verse 10. It says, Now I exhort you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you all agree, and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be made complete in the same mind and in the same judgment. For I have been informed concerning you, my brethren, by Chloe's people, that there are quarrels among you. Now I mean by this that each one of you is saying, I am of Paul, I am of Apollos, I am of Cephas, I am of Christ. Has Christ been divided? What a good question. Looking at the situation in the religious world today, you would say Christ has been divided, but this is not what Christ called for. This is not what the Bible calls for. There is only one church built by Jesus Christ and owned by Jesus Christ. Just before Jesus was arrested, he gave what is called the high priestly prayer. It's recorded in John chapter 17. 
Notice what we read there in verses 20 and 21. I do not ask on behalf of these alone, but for those who believe in me through their word, that they may all be one, even as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us, so that the world may believe that you sent me. Jesus' prayer and pleading to God that his people may be one. We can be one. We don't need to see the divisions that we have today. We just need to go back to the Bible and follow what the Bible says. And remember that there is only one body and Jesus Christ is the head of that body. Well, thank you once again for joining us. And we invite you as always, if you have questions, put them in the comments below and we'll get right back to you. Thank you so much and we look forward to seeing you next time. Goodbye for now.